This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan, and I am the host. It is currently like 10 p.m. on Christmas Eve, so Merry Christmas or Merry Late Christmas, I guess, because this episode is definitely going up way after Christmas, but I am currently recording this now just because um, tonight is actually my last night in the house that um, my family has lived in for the past six years-ish, and um, my parents are moving, and yeah, so it's my last night here, so it's kind of like bittersweet, but it honestly has not hit me at all, but I'm sitting here in my pretty empty room getting this podcast recorded because our internet turns off tomorrow morning, Christmas Day, so I gotta get this done before I start traveling, and yeah, I just wanted to have this done and not have to worry about it, but anyways, today, I know last week, um, I shared with you guys, you know, reasons that New Year's resolutions fail, and I shared, um, you know, five things to stop doing in 2020 that a lot of us are guilty of, and this week is the week that I share with you guys my New Year's resolutions, so I don't really have a very structured plan for this podcast episode like I normally do for my episodes, I just listed out my resolutions and I'm just going to kind of let myself talk because I made these res- I sat down and made these resolutions today and I honestly thought I was going to have a hard time thinking of them, but they just like flew from my, or I guess they flowed from my um, mind to my fingertips to my phone and I just knew everything right off the bat and I think they are probably my best and most tangible and specific resolutions I've had in a long time and it's very interesting because two nights ago I was staying up really late and it was like 2 a.m and I just nothing in my subscription box on YouTube looked good and I couldn't fall asleep so I went back and watched my new year's resolutions videos from or for going into 2019 and for going into 2018 and it is so crazy to go back and watch those and it's hilarious too because I literally had like 20 resolutions last year, which was just a little over the top and they weren't very tangible. So super excited for this episode to share my resolutions with you guys. I'm also going to have a graphic on the Gen Z Girl podcast Instagram where you guys can screenshot it from your Instagram or from the Instagram story of the Gen Z Girl podcast and put your resolutions in because I'm going to have like an Instagram post with mine in it, but then I'm going to put the blank one on the story so you guys can screenshot and share yours. So I'm super excited for that. So all of us can kind of see what we're planning on doing or what we want to get done in 2020. So yeah, um, I can't believe tomorrow is Christmas. This is like by far my favorite time of year. And I feel like it always goes by so fast because it'll always be Christmas Eve. And I'm like, how is this time of year already over? Like, I just feel like everyone's a lot nicer and happier. But at the same time, a lot of people aren't so happy or really stressed out and it's just really funny because I have had so many issues with shipping related things the past week. I ordered a week ago like a charcuterie box thing that came with like a bunch of different stuff in it for my boyfriend's family but I chose to be delivered today 
and it didn't deliver today and that really made me mad because it's obviously not going to deliver on Christmas so now they're going to get it after Christmas and I have ordered if you guys keep up with my YouTube channel or you follow me on Instagram you would know this but my very first pair of ultra boost that I bought during Black Friday which is just a pair of tennis shoes um, they came in the mail with dirt all over them and I ended up just taking them to the store and they cleaned them for me um, because they didn't have any in store and I just wanted to keep them but they ended up being too small so I sold them and then I bought a new pair and the new pair finally came in this week and I ordered them from a different store and they came in dirty too and I don't have the store here in Florida where I'm at so I'm gonna have to wait till I go to Texas I guess to return them. But it's just been annoying with those two things. Then on top of that, I didn't pack a lot of like sweaters and nicer outfits and or New Year's Eve outfit whenever I was coming home from school. Um, just because like all I packed was like pretty much comfy clothes and workout clothes. Just because the Thursday of finals week, two, two days before I left, this was like two weeks ago, I placed like an order for this brand that I'm working with like on Instagram and they're sending me a bunch of clothes and I'm super excited for it and I've been so excited for it for this whole break and I've just been patiently awaiting the arrival of the package because I didn't get a tracking number until today but I was told that it was supposed to ship out like Wednesday or Thursday of last week and today is Tuesday of this week and I didn't um, get the tracking number until today when I asked for it and then I looked at the tracking number and the stuff didn't ship until yesterday when it was supposed to like six days ago and now none of that stuff is going to come in time before I leave to go out of town and the scheduled delivery is actually five days after I go out of town so I'm kind of screwed because all the clothes I was planning on having to wear while I am traveling for the last whole week of break I'm not going to have like anything um, that I thought I was going to have and I'm going to have to go get a New Year's Eve outfit so I'm kind of like stressing about that but I need to just chill things could be much worse but those have been all of my shipping issues lately and on top of that there are a couple of things that I ordered as Christmas presents that I ordered on express delivery and I paid the extra money for that aren't coming in on time which is annoying so there's been a lot of little things here and there but I'm trying to just remain positive and just remember that it is a really busy season and it's just a part of our generation being impatient and getting things um, really quickly and expecting that so that's kind of my fault but anyways to carry on into the episode so I wanted to go ahead and share the quotes um, of the week for you guys or for this episode whatever you want to call it I found this quote on Pinterest and I actually am so obsessed with it and I am so obsessed with it because I found it after I made my resolutions and I feel like it's exactly the way I made my resolutions this year which is why I feel like my resolutions are so good this year so this year 2020 for a change, don't add new things in your life as a New Year's resolution. Instead, do more of what's already working for you and stop doing things that are time-wasting. So I love this quote because not every single one of my resolutions this year are things that I'm already doing, but some, most of them are. And I'm really like proud of myself for like really just taking a different perspective when making my resolutions. I think that a really great way to make resolutions that are a lot easier to reach and that will actually improve your life and are things that are for you is when you sit down and you look at your life and you ask yourself you know what have I done in the past few years that has really made my life better or made me happier or just made things overall in general better and then what things have just like been a burden to me and what things have wasted time and what things have wasted energy 
and taking out those things that like waste your time and energy and then doing more of the things that make your life better is a really, really great way to approach making your New Year's resolutions. So I just really loved that quote. And like I said, not all of mine were made in that way, but I feel like a lot of them were this year, which is why I liked the quote so much. And my goal for this week, so this is like my last week of break because we go back on the 8th of January to college, which is insane. We only got three and a half weeks, like from the last day of finals until the day classes start. We only got three and a half weeks. And there's some schools that get like four and a half or five, and it's just not fair. Um, I am so not ready for break to be over and have to like study and stuff again, but it is what it is. But anyways, um, from vlogmas and everything, I'm like super burnt out from having to edit every day and all of that. And like, I really enjoy it. But when I'm at home, I feel like I'm forcing myself to vlog when I really just want to be enjoying my time, um, at home. And I really hate that. But my goal for this week is to not work during this week at all, because I was not really able to relax at all while I was like actually at home during break just because I was so focused on vlogmas and pre-recording podcast episodes and you know packing all my stuff up getting rid of a ton of stuff so I never got to truly relax and rest and I really just want to use this last week of break to just unplug enjoy my time at my boyfriend's house and then enjoy my time traveling um, from there with my family so I just really want to not work and I'm, I will probably vlog I don't know um vlogging's not really that big of a deal but I'm gonna have to have videos to go up it's more of you know like the constant turnaround of editing and all that kind of stuff and like obviously if I have sponsorship related stuff that I have to do I will do that but like I am not going to make myself you know wear myself out and you know wear myself thin this week just because it's my last week and I really really need to unplug and relax if I'm going to go into this semester as fully charged as I can and my gratitude this week is really simple honestly I'm just really grateful to have a roof over my head and I feel like that's just kind of I don't know I've just been having one of those weeks where I've just been like extra grateful for the things in my life like I'll find myself complaining about things not shipping in time and then I'm like you know what I'm just grateful to even be able to afford these things. I'm just grateful to be able to even get people presents and go online and order presents. And not everyone can do that. And I'm just really thankful for the little things this week. So let's go ahead and get into my resolutions for 2020. And I highly encourage you guys to share your resolutions with me in the Gen Z Girl Podcast Facebook group. If you look up Gen Z Girl Podcast on Facebook um, and you find it, see a group that comes up, just click on it and there are three super simple questions that you shouldn't get wrong if you follow me on Instagram or YouTube or listen to the podcast and you can join after answering those questions and I will approve you. Um, so definitely share your resolutions in there or you can share them on the Instagram post that I um, make whenever this re- podcast releases on the Gen Z Girl Podcast Instagram and I always have those linked down below for you guys. So anyways, the first resolution I have is to give thanks or actively practice gratitude once a day. So this year, one of my, I think one of my resolutions of 2019, if I remember correctly, was to practice gratitude more often. And I definitely did that, especially towards the latter end of 2019. I really didn't find myself doing it as much in the spring, but I have done it so much this past fall semester. And I truly, truly feel like it has made my life so much better. And I know that people say all the time, you know, 
if your gratitude, your life changes, and you have a better perspective, and blah, 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 and you hear it all the time, but I promise you it is so, so true, just because you become so much more content with what you have rather than searching externally for what you don't have, and I talked about that in the last podcast episode, so I won't talk about it, um, talk your ear off about it again this episode, but anyways, I just really think that when I practice gratitude, I have better days overall, and I find that I'm, I kind of like just that energy just kind of radiates from me. I feel like the people around me are happier when I practice gratitude. I feel like I outwardly express gratitude and niceness more, or I guess kindness. I don't know why I just said niceness, but um, I feel like all of that happens more the more I practice gratitude. And even if it's just something as little as like opening my eyes in the morning and just being thankful that, you know, I have a roof over my head or that the sun's shining, whatever it is, something as small as that, but I say actively practice gratitude because I find that when I go like the extra mile, just, you know, like leave an extra few dollars as a tip at a restaurant or be super nice to the retail worker or the grocery shop person, you know, like whatever it is, I feel like when I go the extra mile or like let someone in in front of me when I'm driving, just little things like that really just you notice that it makes you feel better on the inside like I don't know how a person could do any of those things and then feel worse afterwards it just fills your heart with warmth so I want to keep doing that and that's an example of something that I looked at in my life in 2019 that was really working for me and made my over overall life better that I want to do more of and continue going into 2020 okay so number two I want to start investing money and spend less money eating out. I kind of combine these two just because I didn't want to have two different resolutions in regard to money, but I kind of like, obviously I know that like, I just don't want my money in my savings account to just like be sitting there. I would like to be investing it and actually like earning money off of those investments instead of just letting it sit there and not really gain any interest. And obviously, like, that is kind of a process, but that's something I would like to look into maybe this summer um, during my internship. I would really like to look into that and just kind of start early because I know the younger you start, the better. And it's been something I wanted to do for so long, but I feel like it wouldn't have made sense for me to do it until now with the income I have. So I just really want to start doing that just because I feel like it's a step in the right direction financially for me. And I say spend less money eating out just because mainly it wasn't so bad like this summer or the spring semester, but this past fall semester um, with all the issues I had in my house, like with rodents and everything, I just hated going in my kitchen because that's where they mainly were and it just freaked me out and I didn't like cooking in there. So I would, I like, sometimes I would have the nerve to go in my kitchen and stand in there and make meals and do dishes and everything, and other days I didn't, so I pretty much only cooked like twice a week, which is horrible, but um, I would eat breakfast at home, of course, and usually lunch, but eating dinner all like five nights a week, four nights a week, whatever it is, is not very reasonable, and it definitely takes a toll on your wallet, so I want to spend less money eating out for sure this year um, just because I did that a lot and kind of maybe just get more into cooking and like try new recipes and you know like actually branch out with what I'm cooking and take the time to do that because I think that would be worth it just to switch things up but I know it's going to be hard um, for the first five months of the year doing that because I'm going to be in the same kitchen and I'm going to have the same issue with you know not being freaked out over the rodents and stuff but that's my own personal problem so number three This one's kind of 
hard because I wanted to make it more tangible, but I didn't know how to make it tangible while keeping it realistic, if that makes sense. I wanted to develop a writing and or reading routine, whether that's, you know, reading five pages of a book every night or writing down, like just journaling two pages every night and maybe not even every night because that's honestly a little unrealistic for me, but at least I'm going to say once a week. I want to do some kind of journaling or some kind of reading for at least like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, just because I find that, you know, obviously the more you read, the smarter you become. And like, I think that reading really helps you escape your reality. And no matter what genre it is, even if it's like self-help, I feel like it really helps you like envision an idealized version of yourself. And it really helps you strive to reach that point. And it's just like a nice little escape from reality to just like dig your nose in a book or to journal out your thoughts. And it's very therapeutic in a sense to do either of those. But I know that it's not very realistic for me to say I'm going to do it every single day because some days are a lot busier than others and that's life and that's okay. I don't expect myself to just like January 1st start reading every single day, but I would really, really like to, you know, develop some kind of routine to where once a week I'm at least getting 20 or 30 minutes of that kind of writing and reading exercise in just because I feel like it's really good for me mentally and emotionally. Number four, I want to dedicate one day a week for prioritizing self-care. So I have said a million times that I am the type of person to put myself last on the list of priorities, especially when there's a lot going on. You know, I tell myself that, oh, like I'll be fine. I don't have to make time for taking care of myself. And I will just do it whenever I have spare time, which ends up being never because I never really have that much spare time. So the whole problem is that, you know, I tell myself, oh, I will, you know, treat myself and have like a little night to myself and really just take care of myself um, and really make sure I'm in a good place mentally and emotionally and physically whenever I have the time to. And then, you know, a day goes by, a week goes by, a month goes by, a few months go by. And I realized that I haven't really had like a check-in with myself because I've been putting myself last on my list of priorities and I am so done doing that in 2020. And it's interesting because a lot of these resolutions are very personal. I feel like instead of it being like things about like, you know, family members and friends and like doing all these things socially, I feel like a lot of them are very internally personal to me, which obviously resolutions are going to be personal because it's for you individually. But if you know what I mean, like none of them are really about like all of these outward social type of things. A lot of them are very internal for like my mental and emotional health because I know that I need to prioritize that more. But anyways, I just one night a week, I don't care what night it is, but I'm going to hold myself accountable and put it in my calendar as like a little reminder every week, you know, like self-care. I don't care if it's you know, just, I don't, it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Self-care can literally be journaling. It can be reading some of a book. It can just be lighting a candle and watching a favorite TV show. Whatever it is, I just want to have time to unplug and just like really detach from my phone, detach from society, detach from myself, and detach from my work and school, and just have like 30 minutes once a week, maybe even an hour if I have the time, Um, to just unplug and really like just invest that time in myself so that I can be a better person at the end of the day because I find that when I do take the time to invest that time in myself I am a much calmer person 
I am a lot more patient. I am I get less um, irritable quicker. Like you know, like my temper is better. I am happier. I feel a lot more calm and less stressed. So it's just a win-win overall for me and the people in my life when I actually don't let myself um, run myself dry and when I actually take care of myself. So that's definitely an important one that I knew I had to put on my resolutions list. Number five, have comfort in surrendering control. Oh my gosh, you guys. I felt like Janice from um, Friends when I just said that. But I really am horrible about just like letting go when things are not inside my circle of control, you know, like my mom has always like told me growing up, you know, if it is outside of your circle of control, do not give it the time of day for you to stress over. And it's advice that I always give other people. You know, I always tell people, you know, is that inside of your control or is that outside of your control? If it's inside of your control, do what you can to fix that so that you don't have to worry about it anymore. But if it's outside of your control, you just got to let it go and you can't get worked up over it. You can't get upset about it. You can't get mad about it. Whatever it is, you have to let it go. And I am just so horrible about, you know, letting all of this stress and anxiety build up about things that I literally cannot control because they are in the future, because they don't involve me personally, or if they do involve me personally, it's not my decision and it's someone else's decision whatever it is, you know, like whether it's like you're in a relationship and you just have a lot of like relational anxiety. I know that I've like gone through phases of life where I have had a lot of trust issues and I've had a lot of relational stress and anxiety of, you know, like not feeling good enough or just being like really paranoid and stuff just from trust issues. And I feel like that type of thing um, is outside of your control because I mean, obviously like if you have, if you're carrying trust issues over from one relationship to the next that is inside of your control and you need to do what you can to fix that and not carry it over however it is not inside of your control that you have those trust issues because of whoever gave them to you if that makes sense so you control what you can and what you can't control you let go of so i just want to find comfort and peace in surrendering surrendering control and that's just like a relationship example but I think the most relevant and primary example that I really think of whenever I like put this down as my resolution is just like the course of my life and my career because I'm in that phase of life right now where I'm about to graduate yes I have an internship lined up right after school which is incredible but who knows if I'm gonna enjoy it or not who knows if I'm gonna get a job offer or not who knows if that's what I'm going to do for, you know, the beginning of my career and who knows if I am going to go to grad school or not. And all of that is kind of up in the air and a lot of those things can be in my control, but like for the most part, all of that's outside of my control and I just need to be comfortable and, you know, like surrendering that and giving it to God and just being like, this is outside of my control. I trust the plan that I have for my life. And if you're not religious, you know, you may think like, oh, I trust the universe or whatever to bring me, you know, what's meant for me. And for me, I trust God to, you know, get, do away with what's not supposed to be in my life and bring what is supposed to be in my life. And I need to surrender the control of my life, um, to him so that, you know, I can have peace. 
Um, and I just think that trusting in that plan is really important for me, but it's something that I always have had a lot of trouble with because I am a control freak. I like things to be in, under my control. I like, you know, controlling everything in my life. Like I hate delegating things a lot of the time because I want things to be in my control. So it's really hard for me to just say, you know what, I am at peace with whatever happens from here on out and I am comfortable with completely giving up this control, um, to totally, you know, like not be on myself. And I just think that that's really a beautiful thing to be able to say, I surrender, you know, my life and like all of like this anxiety and stress I have about my future and I am comfortable and at peace with where I am right now and my future plans. And I hope that made sense to you guys. Um, since I don't have like a planned out, like super planned out podcast episode besides the resolutions themselves, I'm literally just pulling stuff from my head whenever I think about these things. And like I said, I think the most prevalent thing for that resolution for me is my career. And I just really want to, you know, be comfortable with not knowing what's going on, you know, and I want to just tell myself it's okay and there's no reason to stress and I it's okay for me to just be comfortable and surrender that control and be comfortable with that so number six counter every negative thought with a positive one so yeah I want to do an entire episode on self-talk and confidence because your girl has made quite the 180 Um, since she was in high school with self-talk and confidence and self-esteem and just because I'm a lot better now than I used to be does not mean that I don't have bad days where I'm hard on myself and you know I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm just thinking you know you're not good enough you don't look good or I'm just looking at my accomplishments and I'm just like these accomplishments aren't good enough how are you ever going to get anywhere in life And I look at, you know, my friendships and relationships and I'm like, you're not good enough of a friend or a significant other, blah, blah, blah. And I have days where I tell myself that. And a lot of the times it's not true. And it's just, you know, the devil talking and it's just like not me. And it literally comes from a place of insecurity and anxiety and fear and stress. It comes from a dark place and not a light place. So I want to overshadow those dark thoughts that come from the dark places with light thoughts and every time I have one of those darker thoughts or that not so nice thoughts or whatever you want to call them I want to counter every single one of them with a positive one and I think that training my mind to do that every time I have a thought that is just you know self-deprecating I guess and just not good for me to be telling myself I just want to be able to counter it with a positive one and I think doing that will really train me to you know maybe do negative self-talk less or to just make sure I am recognizing the positives every time I think of a negative and I think that's a really great way to go about life in general anytime you have like a negative experience happen or something if you can take that negative and just look at the positive of the situation um even though there is a really large negative if you can just focus your attention and your thoughts on the one positive thing even if it's only one positive thing and there's a million and one negative things if you just turn your attention and turn your focus to the positive thing i promise you you're not going to dwell on the negative stuff as much if that makes sense so number seven I want to maintain going to the gym four to five times a week. 
So if you guys listen to my fitness journey episode or if you guys have been keeping up with me on YouTube for the past like five or six months, since June, I would say, I've been working out consistently and I've gone at least like three times every week except for when I had mono or if I was traveling and it has been absolutely the best possible thing I could have done for myself because it is a great mental escape for me. Um, it has helped me, you know, gain more confidence. I feel strong mentally and physically, and it is just truly something I enjoy doing and I like look forward to, and it's something I crave every week now that it is a part of my routine. And this was another one of those things where I looked at my life and I looked at what was working and I looked at what has made my life better this year. And it's something that I want to continue and carry over into 2020 and keep doing for sure. And I highly encourage you guys you know, I know everyone's New Year's resolution whenever they start out is like January 1st. They're like, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, five, six times a week, every day this week, whatever. And just remember to be realistic with yourself. Allow yourself to get into that routine. It took me about a month and a half or two months to get into the routine of going um, three times a week, but I really, really enjoy it. And I kind of upped it the four times a week towards the end of the year. And now I really want to kind of like strive for five times a week. So four to five times a week would be awesome. And, you know, it is important to rest. I don't think working out every day is ideal. So that will never be one of my resolutions. But I just want to remind you guys to be realistic with yourself and to just like give yourself the time because, you know, change doesn't happen overnight. So how are you supposed to change your lifestyle overnight? You have to give yourself that time and you have to be patient with yourself. So number eight less social media time. I feel like all of us, unless you don't have any social media, could really use this one. I have days and weeks where, like, I only go on, like, once a day. I find that, like, when I'm at home, at least this week, I've gone on social media less, I think, honestly, just because I feel like at school, I'm trying to keep up with everyone, and I'm trying to, like, just take a break from studying or like in between classes I'm getting on it and I feel like at home I haven't been getting on it as much or at least not every form of social media I've probably been on Instagram just as much but I feel like Twitter and Snapchat and stuff I just haven't got on as much but anyways I really and truly know that I spend way too much time on it I could probably get way more done if I didn't spend as much time on it and it's not that I sit there and like just scroll through things for forever because I do have self-control I normally don't stay on my phone for more than like five minutes those five minutes a day like multiple times a day adds up you know and I kind of just want to strive towards only getting on like maybe once in the afternoon early afternoon and then once in the evening or even just once at night like before I go to bed I just really do not want to waste my life on social media because it will always be there but my life will not and I'd really prefer to just live out my life rather than spend that time on social media and like I said, there's some days where I only get on once, but then there's other days where I get on like 20 times. I'm like, what am I doing? And I really hate that there's so many forms of social media because it makes things even harder. But yeah, I really just want to limit the amount of time I spend on social media. So number nine, I only want to consume content, content, I must say consent, that is educational, informative, or entertaining without having a negative impact on myself. So I have talked about this a little bit before, I believe, in the podcast, and I genuinely have just like come to this realization, particularly at the end of this year, that just because 
I'm watching content doesn't mean I should be or just because I'm listening to some stuff doesn't mean I should be just because there are a lot of things um I don't want to like repeat myself too much with this because I know I've said it in other episodes but I find that there's a lot of things that subconsciously really impact me um from the content I consume just like through podcasts and YouTube videos and just even social media content and I I say subconsciously because initially I don't think it affects me at all and then you know I start thinking about it and I realize that deep down it has either you know made me think worse of myself it's kind of like led me to compare myself to someone else or whoever's producing the content it's influenced me to feel the need to spend more money when I shouldn't be but that's kind of just like the consumerist culture of social media and I just really don't want to put the time into consuming that content in 2020 and I know it's going to be hard for me to like cut all of that out but like I want to find you know podcasts and YouTube channels that actually provide value and aren't just like money based or like money driven or just making me feel like I need to spend money or making me feel like I need to look a certain way or talk a certain way or be a certain way because that's not healthy so I really want to limit that content and I think that you guys should probably take a look at the content you're consuming as well and if you really sit down and think about like how content makes you feel after the fact if you can like ask yourself questions like do I feel like I need to like go buy something right now do I feel like I need to go spend money do I feel like I need to look a certain way right now? And if you can kind of like ask yourself questions about the content. And honestly, most times if the content is good content that I'm consuming, like it is educational, informative, or entertaining or whatever, I don't find myself asking those questions. You know, I feel content after I watch it and I just kind of go on with my day. But I feel like the content I consume that where I'm like kind of starting to question things about myself or just kind of question how I'm feeling those are the ones that kind of send a red flag for me personally. So number 10, this one is probably the biggest one and most important one because this is the one that your girl has struggled with her entire life and she is finally putting her foot down and saying no more of this crap and you've got to just cut it out to like leave this in 2019, 2018, 2017 and all those other years that you've been doing it. So I want to do things that actually make me happy. I don't want to do things just because they're the standard and I want to let go of the fear of taking the road less traveled and learn how to be honest with myself with what I want. So I know that was long-winded, but maybe you should rewind it and listen to what I said again because I have a feeling that a lot of you guys struggle with this as well. And I feel like this is so pertinent in my life with work, like my career and my major and school and YouTube because I have, I feel like, been someone to go through the motions with a lot of things like YouTube and school and my career and I just kind of do things that are the norm or what is considered the norm just because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do but just because that's what everyone else is doing that's in that same genre or lifestyle as me doesn't mean that I have to either you know like no one said all majors of this type have to go down this certain path and do this certain job and career path and take this certain road but it really feels like that's the way it's kind of advertised at least for my major and I really am so sick of just being 
so worried about not taking or doing a standard that I just neglect what I really want and what really makes me happy because I am scared to take the road less traveled and I feel like I have to stay on this little path that everyone else is on and that goes for YouTube, that goes for work, career, whatever, etc. And I am honestly like such a liar to myself because I find myself all the time I know deep down what I want and I know deep down what I love and I know deep down what I want to do but I just like have lived a life denying that out of fear of taking a road less traveled. Does that make sense? And I just really hate it. I am sick of it. I can't take it anymore. I'm getting to the point where, you know, being an imposter with myself is sickening and it's wearing me out and it is making me less motivated and it is really distorting my view of my future and my career. And it's bad because I've spent all this time, you know, telling myself, this is what I want to do. This is what makes me happy when oh my god it is not like it is not what I want to do it is not what makes me happy I'm only telling myself that I want to do these things and that I'm gonna do these things because everyone else around me is doing them and that's the road that's you know it's the standard it's a road that's more often traveled with more foot traffic whatever and it's totally okay to branch off and go your own way it is totally okay to be honest with yourself and you know, let go of something you've worked so hard on just to do the thing you really want to do because a lot of times life is all about figuring it out and figuring it out takes trying things sometimes and realizing you hate them. A lot of times you find where you want to be and you find what you want to do by figuring out what you don't want to do and a lot of times the things that you don't want to do initially were things that you did want to do and then they whenever you realize that it's something you don't want to do or it's something you don't like um those are the signs you know that kind of lead you down a path of going where you really need to be and I think that's totally okay I'm just so tired of you know sitting here telling myself this is what my career is going to be like and I'm going to do this because that's what everyone else around me is doing and that's what people do in this field and this major and that's what I have to do too. It's not, you know, like obviously I don't mean like right out of the gate. I'm just going to go like go on a whim and do something completely different because I have to start somewhere obviously and I have to try things out. But I feel like I have kind of dug myself in this hole from not being honest with myself in the beginning and if you're listening to this and you find yourself you know kind of doing something just because you think it's secure and comfortable um, and you're kind of just settling with it chances are you shouldn't be doing it and I find that whenever you are honest with yourself initially that's when you really set yourself back and that's kind of what has happened to me and I feel like I have never been that honest with myself about what I want to do with my life and you know what I want my long-term career to be and you know where I want my YouTube channel to go what I want to do on YouTube what I want to do you know venture wise whatever it is I've never been honest with myself up front deep down I've known it and I've known that I'm not going in the right direction but I've just kind of like stuck with it because it's what was comfortable and I've let myself 
lie to myself for years now about my life and my future and now I'm at a point where I recognize it and I realize the hole I've dug myself in from not being honest with myself up front and not doing what I really enjoy and what really makes me happy from the get-go that was a really long-winded explanation but I don't just mean that with my career and my major because I do enjoy it and I do like it but I just don't think that the path the standard path that is set out for me is what I'm meant to do at all like I already know that do I think it's a great starting point absolutely I am going to go in with you know just I'm just going to go in with a very open mind I'm not going to have really any expectations of it um, because I don't want to create this like picture perfect vision in my head that's impossible to attain in a job and then you know set myself up for disappointment with working and I'm also not going to lie to myself anymore though about what I want to do because I have known what I wanted to do for a long time I've just been lying to myself about it for a very long time and I'm at a point now where I'm realizing that I have dug myself in this hole and now it's time for me to get myself out so that's that but I just highly encourage you guys if you I'm sure a lot of you guys feel the same way you know deep down what you want to do, what you enjoy doing, what you like, um, what hobbies you enjoy, etc. But you've been lying to yourself out of fear or out of fear of being uncomfortable or out of fear of taking the road less traveled. And if you don't listen to me right now and stop doing that, you're going to end up doing what I did and digging yourself in this really deep hole that's going to be really hard to get out of because you've been lying to yourself for way too many years so highly encourage you guys to reflect a little bit on that if you're feeling the same way but like I said I don't mean that just in my career I mean that in YouTube too because a lot of times I just do the standard but I don't I don't want to be the basic standard you know what I mean like I want to create the content that I like actually really enjoy and that I really want to do not do the things that I feel like I should be doing just because it's what what is popular and what is um, what gets the most views and you know like I didn't create a podcast because it was the thing to do for YouTubers, like the next platform to venture out into. I started a podcast for, so that I could, you know, like actually communicate with, you know, other people besides my subscribers and my subscribers as well, more in detail about things that I'm passionate about and things that I find that I can help others with. And I always want to do things for that kind of reasoning. I never want to do things just because I feel like it's the norm. And I feel like doing things just because you feel like you have to and just doing things because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do because it's what everyone else does never really ends right or well for anyone. You always end up in a place where you're not supposed to be, if that makes sense. So that is all of my resolutions. I definitely wanted to keep it to 10 um, just because I felt like if I go more than 10, I just like don't even remember most of them, you know what I mean? And I have them all listed out on my phone, but I plan on either making a graphic with them and printing them out and like sticking them on my bathroom mirror or I plan on just writing them on paper and sticking them somewhere where I see them every day and I highly encourage you guys to do the same so I hope this episode helped inspire you guys to kind of set your resolutions and always remember that you don't have to wait for a new year to set resolutions you can set resolutions every single day if you want to Um, obviously that'd be a little bit complicated but you can do it you don't have to wait for a new week uh, a new day you know like you can start now and that's all you need to know and that's all you need to go forward so I highly encourage you guys to sit down and 
think about what worked for you in this past year and I encourage you to to do more of those things and think about what didn't work this year, what drained your energy and time and eliminate, start gradually eliminating those things from your life. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to give a review and be sure to follow the Gen Z Girl podcast on Instagram. It's just at Gen Z Girl podcast and join the Facebook group as well so you guys can keep up and I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.